Would you like right, a bite recording. of my croissant? <laughs> Crescent fresh. Croissant. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. My name's Tom. Oh, that was different. I'm Mike. Yeah, it was a little different. Yeah, you kind of you threw me off a little bit there. But today is a different kind of recording. That's right. We're recording in house today, and there's a slight delay. And here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take these cans off completely for this because I'm listening to myself talk, and it's really distracting. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, happy New Year's, everybody! Happy New Year's, motherfuckers! Happy, happy New Year's, baby. We're celebrating by drinking a Trogues Jovial, which is a Belgian-style double ale. It's absolutely delicious. The thing that stands yes. out to me about it, though, is that um, when you're finished with it, if you want to break a motherfucker's face with it, you absolutely can, because this bottle's like two inches thick. Yeah. I, I mean, you could break somebody's skull with it. Mm-hmm. And the bottle wouldn't break. Right. Yeah, the bottle yeah. would remain. Like, if you're thinking about doing one of those 80s gang scenes where you, where you like, with the bottle and then stab mm-hmm. him with it, you, you couldn't probably do that. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to bring a guitar out for you tonight. Oh, really? But I didn't know if you had the proper hookups. Well, all I need is, is a one-fourth jack. Is it just a regular guitar chord? Oh yeah. All yeah, right. It'll well, pop right in there. Well, I have I believe I have a good guitar for you to start out with. Really? Yes. Awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. You're always giving me stuff. Well, yeah. I'm going to give back. So. Oh, we can't forget. <laughs> yeah, we can't forget. <laughs> Cuz I already I forgot about it. I have a computer here for Mike. He's going on 3 months. <laughs> <laughs> give or take. Give or take. Yeah. And we're going to find out what my dad forgot to remove from it. Dun, dun, dun. We're going to find out. It's going to be boring shit. Bruce pauses like, nervously. It's all going to be like war documentary links and stuff. I hope there's some porn on there. I really do. I don't want to think I about think what just, kind of... No, that's just it. I think it'd be fucking hilarious because like, I have a good idea of what my dad would be looking at. I have no idea what your dad would be looking at. It's like none. Yeah. Well, it's funny because one time I did find a um, a couple magazines in his, in the house when they were living in Hershey. It was like he had like a workout bench type thing down there, and then he had um, like a big shelf, and up on the top shelf was like a couple Playboys and a Hustler, and I was like, Dad. Your dad actually had hustler. That's like the like they were dirty back then. Yeah, now it's comparatively. You know what though? They're still disgusting. Oh yeah, because just the sleaziness. It's it's like the um, it's like the uh, instead of being the Cadillac of porn, it's like the Yugo of porn. (laughs) Like it gets the job done, but in the sloppiest, most disgusting way possible. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and the person driving it isn't exactly the savoriest character. Yeah, like it's not it's not classy in the least little bit. No. It never has been. Hustler has never been a magazine about 
um, you know, being classy and pretty. It's always been like, let's just get the shit, spread it open. Mm-hmm. Let's show them actually doing stuff and nut and everything else. You know, I mean, yeah. that's just just the way it's always been. Yeah. And I can appreciate that because they've uh, they've never gone back on on that on that commitment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember what? when Playboy like didn't have naked girls in it for a while after Hugh Hefner died and his daughter had taken Actually, it was right before he died, I think, and his daughter had taken it over. No, I don't yeah. actually remember that at all. Yeah, they, they, like, they didn't have centerfolds and stuff. Like, it was, I guess, just lingerie and bikinis and stuff. I don't know, because I, I, I was like, well, there's no point in buying Playboy if yeah. there's no titties. <laughs> Back in the early 2000s, I had... Uh, subscription to penthouse and it was so weird because at least one like picture what do they call that like a pic picture centerfold no not like a centerfold just like a pictorial pictorial i think is what they call it yeah they only had they had at least one pictorial where the woman was peeing in penthouse, in penthouse, wow. in the two thousands, I it wouldn't was have expected thing. that because like the peeing things kind of uh, like that doesn't bother me that much. I was oddly enough, I was just talking about this at the table the other night. <laughs> of all things, of course. Well, my my oldest brought up something about pooping, and I was like, I don't understand people that, I'm, and I'm not kink shaming here, but I don't understand scat porn. No. I just, I, I cannot get past the fact that they're playing with shit. Period. It doesn't yeah. matter what they're doing. They could be building fucking sandcastles with it. I don't care. It's gross. To me, I can't, I can't be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to bust one off to that. The pee thing, I can kind of understand. And the reason why I say that is not because I'm into pee, but because there was like a mystique when you were a kid about what girls' genitals looked like and how they functioned and everything. You didn't have any mystery about what was going on with pooping. Mm-hmm. Like, you understand that fucking, like, immediately. Animals do it the same way people do it and everything else. But the peeing thing was a little bit more mysterious. So I could kind of understand why there'd be a fascination with that. But the shitting aspect of it? No. I just, I, I, I can't get into it. I, I, I read a book by Robert Antoine Wilson where he talks about, like, you know, like, how your sexual proclivities form and it has a lot to do with what you're subjected to do at a young age and what ends up giving you a boner you know or turning you on <laughs> everything yeah. so <laughs> to give you an example he illustrated there was like a giraffe that was born into captivity and it like crystallized this relationship with a stuffed animal and would have sex with it all the time. Mm. And so when introduced to its own species, it didn't naturally jive with them, like pick up on the mating signals and stuff. Um, but it's it would continue it to bag this giant stuffed animal. Yeah. <laughs> you got to work for it, you know. Mm. <laughs> but... We do the same thing, like we something resonates with us or something happens at a certain age when we're still forming our identity, you know, like usually prepubescent mm-hmm. and then you know you hit puberty and you're like, "Oh, 
I found masturbation. This is great. And then you start to get bored. So you start looking at porn and then you start getting bored of normal porn. And the next thing you know, you're masturbating to stuffed animals of giraffes. We've all been there. Yeah. Who yeah. hasn't? I was going to say double amputee midget pissing, but you know, <laughs> midget pissing. I don't know. <laughs> that was the first thing that popped into my head as, as offensive as it was. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, what's the least sexy thing I can think of right now? Uh, well, I, well, I mean, besides shitting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Obviously. I, I feel like we're doing our midget listeners a disservice, though. I'm sorry. I have yet to find some um, pornography in that niche that is... Appealing. Intrinsically appealing to me. Like, it doesn't make me kind of be like, I don't know, like, they're small, it kind of makes you think of kids, and I just, not like kids like that, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, they're not, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I just uh, want to veer away from kids. That's all I know. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to stay clear of that one. I mean, there's also... Let's be fair and call them little people. There's two types. There's the ones that are kind of their muscles and their bones are sort of deformed. And so they have a lot of structural integrity problems. And then you have people like Vern Troyer who are just small, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, I don't know if one has a better life quality or whatever. I mean, being that small, you're already at a disadvantage in society. People are looking at you differently. And, you know, for many people, you're not even close to a viable sexual partner. You know, by virtue of the fact that I haven't watched a lot of their porn, I don't know which one fucks better either. (laughs) I'm sorry, you're going to have to say that again. What? I said by virtue of the fact that I don't peruse that kind of porn, I also don't know which one fucks better. <laughs> it was a lot better when you had the beer in your mouth. I thought I was going to make you do a spit take. <laughs> this is really awkward in a way because we don't normally do this. Normally, we're looking at each other face on, but right now we're both facing the screen. You. I don't look at you while we're recording. No. Nope. No. Why not? Um, I don't know. I just, I look at myself and I look away a lot. It, I, it's nothing against you. I don't have a personal issue with your uh, visage, but I, um, I just, I just don't, I don't stare intently at you. Like I don't, okay. I have a hard time making eye contact during Zoom calls and shit for that same reason. It's just not comfortable to me. Mm-hmm. This actually feels fucking pretty normal because we used to always record video games and shit when we were sitting next That's to each other true. it feels very this feels very uh, natural we're gonna be recording some video games tonight and organic yes very organic yeah yeah mm-hmm. this doesn't uh, this doesn't bother me at all I was <laughs> thinking the other day like I should do stand up based on like you know like shit that is unique to me and one of the things that I find is kind of unique to me is that I come off as pretty creepy. <laughs> I do. It's, it's I don't just, I don't see that, but you know. I think I do, and I have been told that before. So 
I want to kind of bank on that, you know. Lean into it. Lean into it, yeah. And one of the things that, you know, you can do if you really want to bring your creep factor up, guys. Girls, this will work too. But mostly guys, go up to the person and hug them, right? Get your nose right up in their hair and go. I'm never going to say that. Do that. Do that. Thing. I think just sniffing somebody's head in general is probably going to make you creepy, just to be honest. Yeah, but if you can do that catchy, hitching breath thing that I was doing. That like, adds a little extra to it. Yeah, it, because they'll remember that forever. Is somebody if you sucking in hair, my essence through their nose uh, to me is kind of like if I wasn't wearing something specific and they didn't go, oh, my God, that cologne is intoxicating. I would probably be like... Why the fuck did you just sniff me so intently and and hard? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That was weird. Yeah, that was scary. Mental note to self, no more hugs. I have to laugh because you say about you, you you know, it's coming off as creepy. I apparently come off as moody and cantankerous and angry to people all the time. And I don't have any fucking idea where that comes from. I think... You can come off as cantankerous, but I think you do it for comedy value. Oh, yeah. Well, for that, for certain. But, like, when I first, like, when there's especially people that, well, obviously people that don't know me very well would be the ones that would probably fit into that. They'll be like, oh, he always looks like he's angry, like he's about to yell at somebody or or snap off about something. I think we talked about this once before. Like, I've got some serious resting bitch face when I'm not into whatever it is that, you know, like the conversation or whatever. Like, if I'm not actively a part of it, I probably look like I'm very irritated. Mm -hmm. You do. You know. You have kind of an angry biker vibe, I guess. Which isn't to say that you are an angry biker. You are a biker, but and you can be angry, but... You s- the two are mutually exclusive. They are, and you're jolly. Like I think most of the time. Yeah, I think those people that are listening that have listened for a while know that that's that that's pretty true. And like, yeah, I think that uh, some of our listeners do know us outside of the podcast life, mm-hmm. and everything could could agree with that. That I'm usually pretty jovial about stuff. I'm usually not, you know everything sucks and I'm yeah. mad about everything and I've got a chip on my shoulder and I'm looking to start a fight with a bar stool and a broken bottle. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I feel I'm the same way in this. You're not even the type of person to really complain a lot. You just sort of kind of like, you acknowledge shit sucks, but you're not like, man, this fucking sucks. I'm sick of this shit. You know, my neighbor is Always grumbling. Every time she comes home, she's taking the dog out of the, ho- out of the car, and it's she, like she's actively, audibly grumbling to the fact that you've taken note of it. Yeah, I can hear it across the street. It's like, nah, 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 come on, dog. Blah, 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 blah. She's a nice enough person, I guess. She's maybe shown herself to be shitty in some ways, but she's nice to me, which is, I think, because I'm white. <laughs> You know, that might have something to do with it, but she's nice enough to me. But anyway, I was talking to her today and she's just like grumbling over there with her dog. And I'm like, you know, does anything make you happy? Does anything make you happy? 
I bet if you fucked her, she'd bitch about that, too. (laughs) Oh, your belly is rubbing up against mine. Uh. Oh, this is gross. I don't like the way it feels. Why? Why is your sack so spiky like you just shaved it? (laughs) (laughs) Spiky. You know, when the hair first starts coming in, it's... uh, Yeah. Well, it's also very itchy. So, you know, like... you know, if you've ever shorn, I suggest everybody try shaving everything off at least one time in your life. Yeah, just so you can get the uh, horrible prickly cactus experience yes. of that. Yes, because really, that's where it's at for you and your partner both. It's just a fascinating ride through pleasure and pain mixed mm-hmm. together, and then you'll never do it again. <laughs> you'll never ever do it again. You're like a you'll little like, bit of hair ain't so bad once you've been to Stubble Town. Well, you know, I have a a friend who goes to sex parties and stuff, and there's a whole, like, culture, and part of it is, you know, you shave. You just do. And it's like, you want to be sleek and streamlined and ready for lube. I guess that would make sense if you were going to a party specifically about that, because you'd want to be able to clean up quickly, too. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have to worry about, you know, jizz dripping out of your hair. Exactly. So, exactly. I, I mean, I could see that. It's not my thing. You know, it's, it goes along with that whole, you know, uh, why I don't dig, you know, certain kinds of porn. I also, uh, I, I prefer the au naturel mm-hmm. thing. That's that's just something that's been ingrained in me from well, old photography magazines that my brother had with this chick with this huge bush. And I was like, that is the shit right there. And it's it just stuck with me all this time. It's my preference. I'll tell you what, I don't necessarily have a preference, but I'm always taken when a woman has a nice, healthy pubic bush. Pubic thatch. Pubic thatch, yes. (laughs) It's nice. It's nice. It's natural. I like like I've never found anybody that was in our age group that agreed with me on that, or even close to our age group. Like, most people, when I say that, they're like, ew, it's dirty and gross, and ew, they shouldn't be like that, and oh my god, and I'm like, seriously? The hair grows there for a fucking reason. Right. Same with armpit hair and leg hair. Who gives a shit? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I just just had... Wow, it's weird that I had this conversation with my mom. (laughs) (laughs) But I did where I was just like, couldn't care less if women shave their legs and their armpits and stuff. Like, it doesn't fucking matter to me. I'm not one of those guys like, yeah, well, if a girl doesn't shave stuff, you might as well just be with a guy. Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, minus the penis and the balls and the lack of boobs and everything. And then, you know, all the masculine um, amenities that come with that, like beard and, you know, facial hair and everything else. I mean, sure, it might as well just be a dude. Well, then, if you can make that jump, you can make that jump with just about anything. But um, no, I, I, I just I could I could care less, man. Like our ancestors, fucking made do with it. It's good mm-hmm. enough for me. Do you think back in the colonial times that everybody was? Well, I don't know. They might have been because of lice. Yeah, but I mean, just in general, do you think like your average Jane was fucking shaving off her pubes? Back in the 1700s, I doubt it. Those those founding fathers were getting down on that fucking nappy dugout mm-hmm. and tearing that shit up. I'm just picturing a woman from that era made it those wearing times. like <laughs> some kind of stupid cosplay costume and dancing for Instagram, <laughs> but it's like relevant to that era. So they're like, 
Baroque music or something, or like You're dancing to a harpsichord. <laughs> yeah. Or to that uh, crazy glass instrument that um, Benjamin Franklin made. Benjamin Franklin made an instrument? I believe so. That doesn't, I guess, necessarily surprise me. I mean, it was in his house in the Assassin's Creed 3 game, and like they said that it was his invention, so I'm going to assume that that was historically correct, because I'm just too lazy and don't care enough to look it up. <laughs> All right, I'm looking it up. And we have our first let's look at something while we're doing the podcast. Franklin. Did I just see Ben Ben Shapiro came up before Ben Franklin when you typed in Ben? Apparently so, what yeah. What the fuck? Classes. Class harmonica. There it was. Harmonica. Yeah, it's like a crazy looking like giant glass like tube of varying thicknesses, yeah. Oh, it actually apparently was his invention. Oh, neat. That's pretty it's pretty cool looking. It looks mm-hmm. like a bunch of like like bowls in descending um um size. Yeah, like telescopic. Yeah. Huh. Like like one of those you know like you had those camping cups where you just it was just like the size of a hockey puck and then you would you would just kind of flick it down and it would open up into a full-size cup. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it kind of looks like. Boy, good time for me to remember to silence my phone. So then I can forget to take it off of silent mode for a week. <laughs> I do that frequently enough, and then everybody's yeah. calling me on Saturday, and they don't understand why I'm not answering. I get yelled at, and I'm like, whoa, we were recording last night. Forgot See, to take my phone off vibrate. I don't have that problem because I never answer my phone. Um, I'm almost always leaving it on silent. I rarely answer mine, and I know that that is annoying to some people. But, uh, you know, sorry. <laughs> That's about what I got to say about that. And when you do answer the phone, you're like, yeah, what? <laughs> Usually my <laughs> Usually, when I answer the phone, I'm kind of disgusted with myself for picking it up. That's really what it is. I'm like, I don't really want to talk to anybody right now. Why did you pick the phone up? <laughs> well... I mean, we live in an era where, in the old days, you could just unplug the phone in your house, you know, and no one, there was no fucking voicemail or anything. You just, they're not available. It rings off the hook. Or it just goes to busy over and over again. Yeah, the busy signal back in the 90s. Yeah. Like the worst thing that you could get when you were trying to call somewhere. Dude, dude, dude. Why is it still fucking busy? Yeah. Well, and if it was you trying to call me, it was probably because I was on the internet. Well, yeah, for certain. I didn't ever try to call you. You were close enough that I would just drive to your house. Yeah. And just be like, hey, (laughs) if I wasn't already there to begin with. That's a good point. Well, and I used to subject you to my chat room excursions while you were hanging out with me. You'd be like, cool, you should join this too, Mike. And it's like, I'm just typing. Yeah, basically, um, at that point, I wasn't yet doing the computer thing. Yeah. And then by the time I was in the late 90s, uh, it was always waiting for two and a half hours for one page of a pinup to to show up on the screen because our internet was absolutely abysmal. Yeah. Like, mine was way more... Like, you were at least in an area that was populated and probably had slightly better internet speed out in the fucking sticks where we were at. 
It was like... It was still dial-up. The worst. I know, but it was like the worst. Yeah. Like so slow. Yeah. I remember like just that sound. Man. Like you couldn't be on the internet because somebody was waiting for a phone call. Yeah. Well, my dad eventually caved in and got a second line. He was like, fuck this shit. I'm tired of him. And I can't keep him off of it. <laughs> you know, like, I've tried. Like, I just give up. Yeah. Just going to buy a I'm fucking. Broken. Yeah, I'm just going to buy a fucking second line and deal with it. Well, that was my stomach that just made that noise. I don't know if that got picked up or not. It sounded like it echoed in my I headphone. I think it did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If we sound a little dopey, it's because we're hearing our own voices on a very slight latency, like 10 milliseconds, and there's nothing I can do to change it. It's Yeah, it's kind of uh, surreal. Like I said earlier, it's like you hear your voice as you're like still in the process of saying something. Like it just it's it's strange. Yeah, now you should have heard it before. Before it was like Hello? Hello? <laughs> I would hear myself say it and then literally 3 seconds later I'd hear it in the uh mic or the monitor and it was like, "Oh my god, this is got to change." Strange. So this is the best I could get it. Apparently you can't set the latency to zero. I really wish you could. Hmm. That's odd. It's odd that you can't. I just, uh, I mean, I believe you, obviously, but that's weird. Well, you know, you wouldn't think you would notice 10 milliseconds, but you really do. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, we're spending half our fucking podcast talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> How much more do you think it's uh, sticking in your head than when you're obsessively talking about it? Probably more. Probably more. What I'm finding myself doing is either I'm listening to myself and slowing down, or I'm just plowing through. This is our uh, first podcast of the new year. Yes, it is. But recorded before the new year, which is strange, because yeah. I want to say something like, oh, Christmas was literally just a few days ago. <laughs> it was. How was your Christmas? But that doesn't seem to be on topic. I should have asked you that last episode. I guess so. Yeah, it's hard for us to keep up. We're not... The comedy dynamo that, like, my brother, my brother, and me is where they record two days before they release it. Yeah, yeah, so it goes. Well, they also have a that's their full time job is podcasting. Yeah, we ain't making bank on this shit. We're not making a fucking anything. Not a fucking thing. And if we were, you'd be keeping it because you're the one that, uh, Owns all the technology. <laughs> so it would only be right that... Dude, are you kidding me? You're the fucking talent. That you kept it. I don't no, think, I don't think that's talent. true. I don't think that's true. I'm not just the talent. You act like you aren't the talent? Mm, mm. Yeah, but here's the difference. I think you could do a solo project. I don't think I have the chops. I I'm mean, I've sure tried. I'm pretty sure you could. I given, have tried. Given the right... Um, like planning and preparation. Well, did you listen to the, um, or did you watch the Far Cry, Fallout and uh, Skyrim videos I did in character? No. 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 <laughs> I just, <laughs> I am a creature of habit that only does certain things 
and like when it comes to my um, YouTube time, I am terribly like regimented. Like I'm going to listen to Frogley's guitar show on the daily, even though I find him to be annoying sometimes. <laughs> but you know, I listen to it almost every fucking day. Right. And if I don't listen to it. Like, I will double up the next day and listen to two episodes, because it's usually, like, 15, 20 minutes, mm -hmm. you know, of, of my time. And there's, like, other guitar blogs and stuff that I will that I will follow like that. But other than that, I don't really – I don't really watch too much on YouTube even anymore. Mm -hmm. I, I really only watch – That tastes like tacos. Like, link, links that people send to me, and I really, like – Right now, I've been on a Funhouse kick, <laughs> which, like, this is the back in the Adam Kovic, Bruce Green, James Willems days. Um, say what you will about Adam Kovic. I don't even remember what the fuck he did anymore. Wasn't he, wasn't he grooming or banging somebody? No, that, he that was another with, guy or? who was in Rooster Teeth who was uh, there affiliated with. Oh. Funhouse, yeah, that was a different dude. No, he wasn't doing anything like, like that. Unfortunately, but, he gets he gets bound into that same area though because uh, you don't fucking remember. I yeah, unfortunately, yeah, you're like, wait, didn't he do that? Yeah, I get that. I get that feeling whenever I think of Penn State University. It's like, oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Mm. I do think Gross. about that with Ohio State. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Especially that, because of Jim Jordan. Because well, yeah, he can't, ever, say, he can't ever keep Jordan. his mouth shut and he's always at the forefront of everything. That you can't help but be like fucking child molesting enabler. Yeah. You know, but he deserves it. I don't know that the university deserves it, but he deserves it. Did Joe Pa deserve it? That's a very complicated question. One that I don't think I'm, I'm able to answer because... There's parts of me that say, yes, he deserved the hate that he got because he kept his mouth shut. And unless anybody who knows me that knows how much I love Penn State is surprised by hearing me say that. But at the same time, I don't think that it should have affected the football program because then it affected people that had nothing to do with it. So did he get his just desserts? Partially. I'm not going to say yes. I'm not going to say yes because uh, I think him dying kind of watered down everything that they did, uh, which he would have faced a much stiffer um, resistance had he had he lived longer. Mm -hmm. I mean, asking for him to fucking live longer than humans, you know, probably should because he was what like 115 fucking years old. When he died. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I think that I think that he definitely had something to do with the cover up. I think that he is culpable for mm -hmm. some of that. Absolutely. Right. Um, I don't think that the football program should have suffered though because that affected. I understand, and again, I understand well, that, that's, that that's where it happened. But the kids that he, were playing were not the ones who were actively partaking in this in this you know right. in this fucking behavior. Right. Like if a husband uh, molests the neighbor's kids, they don't punish the wife and kids. You know what I'm saying? Right. The husband goes to jail. He's the one that pays. Nevertheless, I, I contend that you know you. The kids aren't to blame, right? The uh -huh. students, they're not to blame. But the college has this reputation. 
You know what I mean? Well, they fair enough. And, and, that's what, and that's what punishing the football program was all about. It was all about right. sending a message. It really, right. you know, they weren't really blaming the kids in the program and stuff, but you're unfairly taking, you know, wins away and they were going to sh- vacate, uh, you know, Big Ten championships, stuff like that. And I think that's that's bullshit. I think that's a gross overreaction to something. And what it is, it's it's scrambling. It's panicking. It, it, it's, well, uh, it's 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 flailing. an appeasement of the people that are saying you're not doing enough. Right. But you're not doing f- enough. But you know? it's a flailing effort at best. Yeah. They're just like, uh, cover it. There's too many fires. You've got to put them all out. <laughs> and again, I, 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 well, I shouldn't say again. I don't think I said it already. I am in no way protecting... Um, Joe Pa or Jerry Sandusky or um, uh, the president of the school. I can't remember his name now off the top of my head. But uh, I'm not I'm not forgiving any of them for what they did. They're all culpable in their own ways in varying degrees of pieces of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and for Joe sure. Pa is included in that, unfortunately, yeah. because he knew and didn't do anything. And you can tell me he didn't know. And I say, that's horseshit. He could have said he didn't know. I don't believe it. You're the head, the face of the fucking football program. It's your responsibility to know what's going on. If you didn't know, shame on you for that. Right. You should have known. Mm-hmm. You should know that, like, your fucking defensive coordinator is trying to diddle little kids on your in your locker room after hours did you ever like wonder why he was gaining access to these areas when he shouldn't have been there yeah like that kind of stuff just feels like huge red flags it should have been no because he was he was fucking you know trying to cover for a friend campus and it got out of hand campus security and it would have access to those logs too and i'm absolutely 100 percent sure that they had some form of a um, um, trackable system for who was going where, when, and everything. Hey, we're not every, talking about this was the swipe. 60s. Yeah. Or every the 50s. time that you key in the pad number for the door or There's swipe your badge. There's fucking cameras. Yeah. There was, at the very least, there were cameras watching these entrances that were like, oh, well, here Sandusky was showing up at, you know, 5.30 p.m. on a non-game weekend with uh, two children. Mm-hmm. Like, this is weird. Why would he yeah. be going into the locker room with children? You know, those cameras, you're talking about those cameras, I'll tell you a funny story. Um, I worked, I want to say, first shift at the time. I would worked all three shifts there, but I was working first shift, and somebody brought in donuts, like two big boxes of donuts. Mm. And everybody had their fill, and second shift had their share, and third shift uh, comes in, and first shift rolls back around, and the donuts are gone. I'm like, all right. So second end of the shift comes, second shift guy comes, and I'm like, did you take home the donuts? He's like, no. I'm like, I'll bet I know who did. There's this guy, big, I don't want to be a dick, but he was fat. He was really fat. Hey, we're a couple of overweight guys, so yeah. I think you can you can criticize that and not uh, be a hypocrite. That's a fallacy, I think, to I a know. certain degree. But it, anyway, anyway, you know, when the shoe fits, stuff it on your big overbloated fat, fat foot, foot <laughs> and, you know, sit back in your chair like a fucking scoop of 
ice cream being squished between the leaves of a book. Anyway, so he, he fucking, I, I go on the security camera and I look and I just sort of scroll through the night and look for any doors things, which is really easy to do because at night there might be three door swipes. Oh, yeah, you can like super quick. Yeah. Zip through lists. Well, that's what I used to do with the footage, too. Like, if something happened at night, I knew that I was in for an easier investigation on things because you can fast forward through hours of footage and you would catch it easily because it jumps out at you. Yeah, because nothing else is going on. Yeah. And that's exactly what I did. And I found it. And what do I see but this big lumpy bastard carrying a box of donuts out, putting them in the trunk of his car? Didn't even share them with third shift. No, probably not. Well, I think he was the only one on third shift. This was a, this is like a desolate job. Third shift was because how many fucking donuts could there have been that there were this many left? Um, or did you have like, like some calorie conscious folks working with you? No, there were like three boxes, three big boxes. I mean, I'm talking like a dozen and a half donuts, two dozen donuts per box. About two dozen That's per box. That's a lot of donuts. Yeah, it was a resh- like it was four a dozen ton. donuts. That's more See, than most people could eat. This was a building that was separated away from the rest of the facility that it served. So it was a smallish building. I, I'd say maybe there were like 50 people working there and they shared them with everybody, right? So they flew through the box, the first two boxes, but the third one had about maybe eight left. I think one guy on second shift had like one or two, and the rest is like a, at least a dozen, a half a dozen donuts, and fat ass just takes them home. <laughs> you know, bastard. Well, I guess he figured end of day, and I'm doing everybody else a favor by taking these stale donuts home. Well, see, I also had my suspicions about him because. Food used to go missing. Like, your lunch would go missing from the fridge. I'm thankful that I never had to deal with that because I would have been the one that would have done horrible things like X-Lax in the chocolate on my cake frosting. Yeah. And, like, fucking hot sauce in something that you wouldn't expect hot sauce to be in. So when he heated it up and ate it, it would, like, burn the shit out of their mouth. And mm-hmm. that would have been me doing I, – I, I don't – I never fuck with people's food. Don't fuck with mine. Yeah. Yeah. And don't steal my food. You know what I had for dinner the other night? I made some mac and cheese, right? And I cooked up some ground turkey, Mm -hmm. threw that in there. And then that wasn't quite what I wanted. It was there, but it was a little bland. And I was like, all right, what can I do to change this? So I sprinkled a bunch of hot sauce on it, buffalo wing sauce, Frank's. Mm -hmm. And uh, then I coated it in cheddar cheese and I nuked it for about maybe like 40 seconds until the cheese started to get gooey and crispy on the end. You bastardized some hamburger helper. Basically, yeah. <laughs> it was homemade, homemade hamburger helper, sort of. That ash. sounds delicious, though. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. I like the, uh, when when turkey has been seasoned, I don't like plain turkey. Well, it's a little uh, That has yeah. been, um, that's been gr- like ground meat-like and cooked up like ground meat would be. I don't, I don't like the flavor of it when it doesn't have any seasoning in it. But uh, you put some hot sauce on that shit. Mm. Yeah. Fucking well, mac and cheese yeah. and hot sauce with a poultry. Sounds delicious. Yeah. And it, you can flavor it the same way you could flavor chicken. But the nice thing about you know ground turkey in particular is that it's versatile. You can also make it into burgers and 
mm-hmm. all kinds of burger-based you know, meals like spaghetti and stuff. And it's a lot less greasy than beef, and beef is really kind of shitty for you. So it's a better overall choice. <laughs> like a burger, a cheeseburger, is going to be like five, 600 calories just with a bun and everything, right? The turkey burger is going to be like 350 for the same. I know that when I was food. actually tracking my calories, yeah, that kind of stuff made a huge difference does, in the amount yeah. of food that I could eat that day. <laughs> I was friends with a guy in the Army, and we were both in um, extra PT because we were failing our tape tests. And one day he he's like, man, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I'm doing everything right. And I wasn't. I knew I wasn't. I was eating like shit. And he's like, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight at all. Like, I'm working out three times a day. I'm fucking eating perfectly. And I'm like, well, describe your diet. And he described it to me. And I'm like, well, that sounds really good. And you're doing small meals. You're doing all this stuff. And I noticed he was drinking a Gatorade. And I'm like, how many of those do you drink a day? He goes, maybe three or four. And I'm like, whoa. Well, look at the nutrition facts. He says, 150. I'm like, look how many servings are in that bottle. He says, four? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, dude, you're consuming like 2,000 extra calories a day of sugar water. He's like, yeah, that's fucked up. And I'm like, go get some crystal light, you know, or just drink pickle juice if you're looking for that recovery bump. But Stay off that sugary garbage. No wonder. And I I don't know. I think he, like, moved on to another duty station shortly after that. But, <laughs> duty. But um, I'm sure he, weighs, he probably lost weight, a lot of it, by giving up that shit. But nice. he had no idea. He thought, you know, Gatorade equals good for you, and they mislead you on the label. Like, you're not expecting a drink to have four fucking servings. No. You think a bottle is a serving, right? Unless it's like a two-liter bottle. I'm always surprised like that with a pint of ice cream. Where like mm-hmm. even like the low-fat stuff, it's a pint of ice cream and it says it's like three servings. And I'm yeah. like, what's a serving? A fucking tablespoon? <laughs> yeah. Like there's no way that I'm not sitting here eating this whole container. Right. This is no way because otherwise I'm not even going to taste it. Yeah. What's yeah. the point of getting that? You know what's really hard to track to the point where I got frustrated and gave up on it as a food for a while when I was tracking my calories is microwave popcorn. <laughs> I can never tell what the fuck they're talking about. A cup of what? The popcorn? The seeds? Or the what fully pop popcorn and a, yeah. and a cup. I mean, do I get to compress it? Or is that like loosely put inside the cup? Right. Or Yeah, there's a lot of things that were like that when it came to... Uh, so I, I guesstimated a lot. And I think I did myself a disservice by guesstimating a lot because I'm like, yeah, I only ate a cup of this. But yeah, but meanwhile, I don't tell you that I took another cup and compressed it. I I got myself literally like a cup and three quarters out of the same space. I had I had a very subtle way of self-sabotaging, which was to um, the stuff that I lick off the spoon doesn't count. (laughs) No, what I would do is I would overestimate how many calories I'd eaten. Mm-hmm. And then I'd get to my calorie limit and be like, well, I overestimated, so I can get away with a little more. Yeah. And then once you break the seal at like midnight and you're like, you know, you, you've been good all night. You, you stopped eating at eight o'clock like you're supposed to and all that good shit. And then you, you, you're good all night and then you wake up at like one in the morning and you're like starving. You need to like 
two packs of pop tarts and a fucking sandwich <laughs> and like two huge cups of like mango soda or whatever the fuck you have in the house. By the way, if you've never had mango soda, I highly recommend it's delicious. I'm positive that you also did something else that I used to do was which was if I had some extra calories left at the end of the day, after midnight I would say well, I still had some calories left over from yesterday, so I just won't bother logging this. And if I didn't, and I reached midnight and I was hungry, I'd be like, well, it's a new day, so I'll go ahead and start logging again. No problem. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, there was always, like, this gray area between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. where where it was all bets were off as to whether I was actually going to do what I was supposed to be fucking doing. I remember one time you were here. I think I even have it recorded or something. But... <laughs> We were playing games, and you're like, hold on, I'll be right back. And you go walking down my hall, back and forth, like, three, four times, and you come back. And I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I had to get my last steps in for the day. It was, like, midnight. Like, I had to get my steps in for the day, or they won't, that won't get the little achievement thing. Yep. And I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, anal thing ever. Like, you know you did it. And, well, once I reach a point with that stuff where I'm lying more than I'm being truthful and I know the difference and I know that I'm being untruthful about stuff, like, what was the fucking point of even doing that anymore? Like, it yeah. just it just didn't work. All I had to do was get profoundly sick for a few months, and I managed to lose, like, 25 pounds. So, hey, there you go. Yep. <laughs> yep. I recommend it to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, just get um, you know, get a staff infection or something. Yeah, there you go. Did you know that if you get bitten by a cat or deeply scratched by a cat, it can create an abscess that can become septic? If I know that you can get, and people don't think cat scratch fever like is real, but no, it real. is a very real thing. Mm -hmm. Like I had that happen once. I got scratched, and uh, I've had cats been around cats my entire life but yeah. my lymph nodes swelled up on the side of my face yeah that was the one that finally because like, your lymph nodes are basically like a bunch of uh check valves all around your body that are supposed to catch things but sometimes they don't and sometimes they catch it at the very end of the line and that was kind of you know what happened here but yeah like the whole side of my fucking face swelled up I had a beard at the time or at least a long sideburn so it wasn't super noticeable mm -hmm. but I looked this golf ball size lump on the side oh. of my face Jesus which is terrible but uh, yeah I mean even even people who are around cats like you think oh I'm, I could be immune to it because I've been around cats my whole life and I've been dealing with this stuff my whole life no, no. it don't matter no it, it really doesn't it's unique every time yeah. <clears throat> because it's whatever bacteria is there. <clears throat> um, yeah, and also you're not supposed to do litter if you're pregnant. Like, um, I cats, think that that was just a pregnant lady made that shit up so that they didn't have to change litter pants. <laughs> there may be something to it, actually. I mean, I hear you, but there may be something to it because apparently cats carry this thing called toxoplasmosis. And it... Basically, it can, among other things, it can make you depressed, weirdly enough. Hmm. Um, I don't know. I feel like my cats are my sole escape from depression. Yeah, usually if I'm feeling down, my cats are what? Uh, my cats are my dog. My dog's always fucking happy to see me. Yeah. yeah. She's always excited. Mm -hmm. You know, when I go out to her or when we take her out or whatever, she's always full of energy and stuff. And I know German Shepherds are... 
you know, pretty high strung, even though they don't, they, people don't tell you that. They're like, oh, Dalmatians, those are some high strung dogs. Well, guess what? Any purebred, for the most part, of medium sized dogs to large sized dogs are going to be fucking hyper. I mean, hell, mm-hmm. even little ones are. Look at chihuahuas and shit. Mm-hmm. Crazy hyper. So, I think we should play a game. What should we play? Should we play uh, Two Truths and a Lie? Oh, it'd be even harder because we're sitting here together. Yeah. Like, yeah. You don't just get to judge it off my face. That's one time I do look at your face. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll start. All right. Um, there's a picture of my wife's grandparents in this room. Um... The favorite car I ever owned was my Volkswagen Beetle, 76. Um, and I uh, I used the skin calipers on my penis to see what my <laughs> fat percentage on my penis was. Well... I don't see a picture of your significant other's girlfriend or grandparents in here. I mean, unless I'm missing something, I, um, you know, unless they are a basset hound or (laughs) (laughs) wedding party or, or it's Frank Zappa or perhaps Crumple Ape, uh, I'm not, I'm not seeing, (laughs) I'm not seeing a picture of her grandparents. So I'm going to say that's, uh. That's not true. That's funny. It's right there. You have to stand up to oh, see it. Oh, you bastard. Yep. Um, I was going to say, you never had a Volkswagen Beetle. I did. That I can remember. This was before we met. Oh, no, it was wasn't. fucking before we met. I've known you since no. we were before, uh, under the age of 16. Yeah. No, I had it. I was like 15, and I had it until I was like maybe 20. I don't, Finally, I sold it. I don't remember you having a Beetle ever. It was white. Like you talk about the EXP that my dog ate or any of that kind of stuff, like <laughs> your escort, you know, and shit like uh-huh. that. Yeah, I'm on board with that. I don't remember you ever having a Volkswagen Beetle. That's fucking crazy. Did you ever drive it? Hell yeah, I drove it all the time. No, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was great. Had the flat window, old school. If I had just stood up, if I had just stood up, I would have seen the old folks in the picture. Yep. Damn it. So, uh, I mean, you already, plus you also already told me that uh, you didn't use the caliper for that, even though I know you're lying. (laughs) So, (laughs) I think this was two lies and a truth. (laughs) That's funny. You could argue that I did love, see, I did love the Volkswagen, but one of the pains in the ass about it was that the heating, it was air cooled. Yeah. So, like, it also was air heated, which means that he had to channel up from the engine compartment in the back. Yeah, once those things got cooking. Oh, it'd be warm once it got cooking, Yeah, but warming the car up in the morning was a nightmare. You had to get up like half an hour early, start the car, and then I had a little like plug-in hair dryer thing I used to defrost my windshield. Plug it in, plug it in. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But it was a fun little car to have. But I also really miss my CRV. CRV was a great vehicle. Yeah. 
I just, why do I not remember a Volkswagen Beetle with you? I don't, like, that completely does not jive with me. No. I just can't. I can't remember it. It's not like we weren't hanging out. That's really weird that you wouldn't remember that. It was in my driveway for fucking ever. Now, I vaguely like remember one being in your driveway now that you mentioned that, but I don't remember you ever driving it. <laughs> well... I preferred not to because it was a stick shift and because I thought it was clunky. But once I was forced to just drive it, I was like, I like this car. There's something about it. It was a bitch on hills and shit. They're fun as shit to drive, though. Yeah. It wasn't very fast, and it wasn't great on hills. But for in-town driving, it was great. It was just a neat little car. Had personality. And I mean personality in a real way, not like these modern Beetles that are just... Basically, like a fucking soulless. Yeah, they're soulless. Like they're basically a a Jetta without the body of a Jetta. <laughs> you know, a Jetta without the body of a Jetta. That's describing lots of different vehicles. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess I failed in round one. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! I should have been thinking this whole time, and I was not. So, um, I, boy, I am just drawing a fucking blank, which is odd for me when we play this game, because normally I am on top of this. I guess because I'm so used to going first that oh, I, I threw have a hard off. time. Yeah, you, like, you threw me <laughs> off here with this one just a little bit. Um, all right. The uh, evening after I got married, I went and sat in the rain watching an Alan Jackson concert in Hershey. The night after? No, the night of. The night of. The okay. same, yeah, the same day. Same okay. Day. Um, I currently own a 2007 Dodge Extended Cab four-wheel drive pickup. There's, there's no tricks involved in that one. None at all. Um, <laughs> I love to put buffalo chicken in my homemade macaroni and cheese. It's kind of reminds me of the shit that Panera makes with the uh, barbecue chicken, but with the spiciness instead of the sweetness. I'm going to say it's the truck. Why is that? Because there were so many variables that I could, you could have easily tricked me and trapped me. And the Alan, whatever. Alan Jackson? Alan Jackson concert. Sort of just sounds like that's sort of what you guys would do. It's true. It just feels like what you yeah. you guys wouldn't go to Barbados or some shit. You would be like, no, we got married at the District Justice with just our families present, and mm-hmm. um, went to the Alan Jackson concert, and there was horrible thunderstorms that night, and uh, we sat in the rain and watched Alan Jackson. That's true. And um, I believe that you would put buffalo chicken in mac and cheese. Never done that. Never done that. Well, never you should. Done that. I should. I know. I was just thinking about that. Like it sounds delicious, it is but very I've never good. done it. But no, I, my truck is a 2007. You just, you know what you do? You make the mac and cheese while it's still in the pot. 
pour in like maybe I want to say like two two or three tablespoons of Frank's Red Hot Buffalo, and uh, just mix it up real good. Sweet Baby Ray's is usually my go-to for the uh, for the buffalo sauce. But that oh really? Yeah, I do okay. like Sweet Baby Ray's. I like Sweet Baby Ray's everything. I haven't met one of their products yet that I haven't been like. That shit's fucking lip smacking. It is good, but nothing beats that place down the road from right my now. house with the applewood flavored. You know the the barbecue place we go to once in a while. Yeah, yeah, that applewood smoked barbecue sauce that they have that I always get on my brisket is just. Every time I go there, I have to buy a bottle of it. That I sauce been there. is amazing. You know, I haven't been there since before COVID. That's crazy. Hmm. I need to make you mean, that a thing. The, I mean, I remember the time that we went there and all the old people that were in there thought we were a gay couple probably um, out we on don't a date. Know that, that was like so awkward. Dude, I'm telling it, you, the looks yeah. we were getting was what was telling me. Oh, and yeah. I, I even knew a couple of the people in there. They knew me and they were still like, I didn't know he was gay. <laughs> we just put off that vibe, I guess. Eh, well, I mean, you know, we're kind of like an old married couple when we go out we places. Are, yeah. Yeah, bickering. And I argue and be a bicker the same with you as I do with my significant other. So, yeah. I mean, it's kind of the same vibe. But, I mean, my truck's very, very easily, um, all the things that I said are very easily uh, verified. So, mm-hmm. it, it was all true. Well, also, when you know someone uh, as well as we know each other for a long enough time, you start to be able to, like, read each other and not have to talk. Especially if you live with them, like Jennifer and I. Oh my God, dude, I can have entire conversations with her without saying a word. Oh no, of course you can. Yeah, it, my my myself and uh, and my other do the same. Do the same thing. Like you just kind of like one of you says something and the other one's like what or or oh yeah or laughs and there's no words exchanged back. Uh-huh. But you're like, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Sometimes it's just a vibe. Like, it's weird. Sometimes my brain will fill in the blanks and I'll swear she said something and I'll agree with it. And she'll be like, what? I'll be like, you're right about that. And she said, what? I said, it is warm. Be like, oh, I was just thinking that. That's a bad example because obviously anyone can coincidentally (laughs) think that it's warm. You're like, I just magically came up with that. With my own sense of feeling. <laughs> I think it was more specific than that. But it, I, I can only think of a couple of examples, and it was years ago. But still, it's funny. <laughs> well, it, it just It's not like a psychic thing. It just tells me that when you're really in tune with a person, you tend to sync up in certain ways. Yeah. Yeah. Should wrap up. <coughs> oh, you don't want to go another round? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Um... You never... Let's go another round. Let's see. Um, Since we both lost the first round. I have a small collection of novelty glassware that one could use to smoke tobacco or other plant materials (laughs) um, that I'm rather fond of and would like to expand upon when money is less of of an issue. After Maybe after I've bought a house and have... Work that out, but so that's one. Um, I shouldn't be looking at this room for stuff. And you have a habit of doing that 
when, when we're playing the game, and then like when I'm not here, I have to visualize your room and be like, <laughs> wait a second, like I don't fucking memorize anything, but uh, a lot of times I can I can come up with something. You know, based on that, but uh, this time you're really at a disadvantage because I'm sitting right here. Okay. Although when you've got a fucking picture obscured by because it's falling down behind the shelf and shit, yeah. I mean, you kind of you kind of worked it worked in your favor. It, that it time. did work in my favor, yeah. So I've got a <laughs> sticker on my wall that says Pro Tools, um, and. For Christmas, I got my wife a tablet, like a computer tablet. Well, I'm looking at part of your collection as I sit here, which is shaped like a Volkswagen. So I feel like yeah. that's got to be true. There's this Christmas tree up there, too, I'll have to show you. Because I believe that you um, definitely do uh, treasure those oh, and and would want more. Um well, the Pro Tool ones is fucking me up because I know exactly what sticker you're talking about, but I don't remember what that sticker says. But it starts with a P, so it could be Pro Tools, but it might not be, which could throw me off. But I don't think you bought Jennifer a tablet. Really? Well, that sticker says Pro Saunas. Damn it! I knew it! <laughs> I knew that was going to be the one. Uh, it, it's funny. There was definitely a... I'm not worried about this. I don't care about this. But there was definitely like a gap in terms of expenditure between what I got and what she got. I got her a tablet and a little case, which was way overpriced. When I saw it, I was like, holy shit, I can't believe I paid this much for that. Um, the tablet is really nice, big. But uh, she got me a couple pairs of lounge pants and the slippers I'm currently wearing. That's where the thought is really what comes into play. Like well, it doesn't it truly doesn't matter. Dude, the pants are awesome. They're super comfortable. Mm -hmm. And I have not stopped wearing these moccasins since I got them. So I haven't had a proper beard trimmer in probably like one that actually functioned properly. I've been using like hair clippers, which is a totally different game altogether oh, yeah. when you're trimming totally your beard. Different. But uh, probably for at least a year, and uh, I got a like a beard trimmer for Christmas this year, and like a beard care kit, and I could have just not gotten anything else. It was like two things that were so perfectly right up my alley. Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, it doesn't matter what I got. All right, uh, I lost that round too, so this one's for all the marbles. All this right. One's I, I mean, as I lost this round, I lost that half of the round. So uh, we're both sitting at zeros at the time being. Um, my first, I have five tattoos. Okay. Um, number two, I have owned three Basset Hounds during the course of my adult life. And um, number three would be, I've always secretly wanted a diesel pickup, but um, given my recent experience with uh, certain things, I've changed my mind and decided that I don't want one. 
I think that you have more than five tattoos. All right. Is that your final answer? Yes. I only have five tattoos. Damn. So which one was it? I have never owned a basset hound. Damn it. I knew that there was someone in your family that did, but I wasn't sure. My brother has uh, has three. Has had um, five, I believe, altogether. And um, I did actually, not, not, not too secretly, but I've always wanted a diesel pickup truck. But then with gas prices and other insane yeah. shit going on, I've been like, I'm so fucking glad that I bought a gas vehicle. It's yeah. not even funny. Like, I am just super happy. Plus, I don't know, like the whole diesel culture is so toxic right now with, uh, you know, like I've seen people that have um, stickers of Greta Thunberg stuck on their uh, vehicles near where the exhaust comes out at. Like, you should be ashamed of yourself and really? stuff, like mocking her. She's like a 19-year-old girl. She's like a fucking, she's a, she's a little kid. And yeah, she's yeah. very outspoken, but what she's saying is not untrue. Well, that's why they're pissed off. You know, I think it was fucking hilarious when she took down that, uh, what's his name, this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, with Tate, Andrew Tate, Andrew Tate, and uh, saying that yeah, I'm very interested in what you had to say. Please email me at uh, smalldickenergy.net or whatever the fuck it was. And that's so great because then he posted a fucking response video, and there's a pizza box in there, and they use that to track out where he was, yeah, and then they fucking arrested him. It detoned on himself and got arrested, which was amazing. Yeah. Now he's going to be in jail forever for human trafficking. And good. Good. Where do you fucking belong, Andrew Tate? If you ever heard this, which you wouldn't anyway, fuck you. Fuck you. That's what you get. You get an extended fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> the only thing good to ever come from the word Tate was those delicious cookies that they make. Do you ever have Tate's cookies? No. Oh, my God, dude. Look them up. Buy them. They're like... Crispy and thin, but their flavor is out of this world. Like, and they make them with like real butter and stuff. They're fucking unbelievably good. Like, your food's been getting cold out on the steps all this time. <laughs> no, it's just running late. I, I have no idea when wah, I'm going to get wah. it. If I'm going to get it. <sighs> you know, speaking of food, I had some tacos for dinner tonight. And, um,. I would think that after all these years, Taco Bell would figure out how to package their products so that your hard shell tacos don't turn into a weird corn paste over the course of <laughs> driving home uh, approximately three miles to five miles. So, uh, Taco Bell, I know you're not listening, but <laughs> if you happen to have ever heard this or somebody that has anything to do with Taco Bell and you feel like passing this along, f- be, do better. Do fucking better, man. I When I order myself some Crunchy Taco Supremes, I want to open that package up when I get home and find Crunchy Taco Supremes. Not weird corn paste with Supreme Taco ingredients inside of it. And while we're at it, cut the butts out of the tomatoes and get the fuck rid of them. <laughs> Nobody wants tomato assholes in their fucking taco. 
Nobody does. <laughs> Tomato butts. Yeah, like, I could sit here and wax philosophic on this for just ever. But I can see that we are out of time, so uh, that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thank you for listening to Storytime with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like the break that I gave you this week from talking about urethral sounding. I mean, I didn't bring up urethral sounding even one single time, so you're welcome. Y'all have a have a lovely post-holiday season. Look forward to Valentine's Day, the world's most made-up fucking holiday for the card industry. Bye. Bye.